hands everywhere and ask him for rain. Ask him for rain. Ask him for rain. So rain on us.
Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You are welcome this evening, O oh Lord, as we offer up our thanks and our praise like the evening sacrifice. We fill this place, fill embassies, fill homes, fill clusters, O oh God. As we take our place on the virtual floor. The children of Zion are saying, we are welcome. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. Come and fill this place. Fill this place. Can brood over us. Brood over us. Bring us to a higher form of life, a higher order. Take us deeper. Take us deeper. Some of us has been stuck as peons, some as technons, and some as sons, Lord. Deal with us, each to our own. Each to our own standards, oh God. Deal with us. Spirit of the living God. We invite the spirit of truth and revelation, oh God. As we service this altar. As we continue to the service this altar. Lord, this is an altar. It's a portal. It's a nexus point. We say, us, oh God, that which we're created, the reason you created us for, God, your word says you have known us and you know us. You have known us and you know us. Lord, you know that we are not perfect. But we all have a measure of commitment. Give us the oil of intimacy, oh God. As we come out of these 10 days of worship and giving thanks, oh God. Let us not be the same as we came out, as we went in. Let us be different, oh God. Even though we may not feel it, even though we may not see it, know that the Lord God is working. For there is a candle in man, which is the spirit of the living God. Will within the will, you who dwell between the Caribbean. Be with us today, O oh God. Rabasha, continue to reveal your word. Makoro, bring forth your rhema. Zabalo, bradoko, maroboshata. Ratando, shada, bring forth your rhema. Rakandes, kata. Roko, mama, mashadara. 
Creole us with your word. Smell the oil of intimacy, the oil of knowledge and wisdom, O oh God. Libra Katando Shota as we press in to define the next year of our lives, O oh God. Libra Katoma Rabashanderebo. Speak to each and every one of us. Lababa, that's representing prayer culture, the apostolic hub, O oh God. Libra Katoma Rabashanderebo. The ministry that we have, the callings on our lives, the calling on our lives, oh God. Take us deeper. Reveal Jesus to us, oh God. Reveal the one who stands between the seven candlesticks. He holds the seven stars in his hands. Makabarabasha. Rotopa, Ikabaraba Shande Kaboskatai, Rata Papa, the one whose glory thunders, Lebakabatoko Maraba Shanda, who have come to engage in the uncreated creator, the free in one, co equal, co eternal, everlasting God, the self existent, the eternal one, the immortal, invisible, most wise God, Labrakadaba Sete Keto, we have come, O Lord, Ramando Shkata, we call upon your name we place a demand on the spirit spirit of truth spirit of wisdom spirit of revelation your word says to know wisdom get instruction and get understanding for your word says this is eternal life to know the Father, to know the Father, love about that intimacy, God. Once again, we cry to creole us with the oil of intimacy in this season of our lives. Madabashandekete. We know there is more that should be our mantra this season of life. There's Bokur colon. There is more. There is more. We want to see more of the living God. We want to see more dimension, more understanding. We want to see and we want to press into further revelations of the living God. We want to press in, oh God, more, more, more. A role enlist, enlist your army, the end time armies. Lebra kadaba salaba shanda katai. Lebra ikamalaba shatata. Touching heaven, changing earth, oh God. License, license heaven on earth through us. We have come, oh God, to do and enforce the words of the watchers to enforce the word of the watchers oh god for we know that the earth is a metaphor of the spirit for we say it oh god your word says oh god your kingdom will last forevermore for it is a right scepter lord news the body of christ oh god in this season the right scepter news the body of Christ, weed out those you have to weed out, speak to those you have to speak to God. And this season, as we do things that has been seen this side of eternity, as we walk, as we walk in the spirit, for your, for your kingdom is, is forevermore, God. Let the scepter, let the body of Christ be your scepter that you rule against the world, that you wave across the world. Love for the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all those that dwell in it. Makabaraba Shandebu. Mandos Kabalo Brata. 
Jadadadaba Rakapapandosh Ketailabra Ikalaba Selenwo Manda Kata Rokoko Manda Selababa Oh Jesus Gavros Gather us with your rakum, gather us with your rakum, your compassion. Ah, you are like the mother hen who gathers her chicks. Le bakatapa for he who dwells under the shadow of the Almighty. Mande kabako talabra in this day and age where people are threatened by the economy. Alabashanda and saying there is a casting down. La let our lies show that there is a lifting up. Makadabashanda, we are here. We thank you for the 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 the. the the demonic manifestation, the demonic um, uh, exorcisms, uh, the, 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 the wealth transfer, the, 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 the things we've seen in the last few days of oh God, the deliverance, the, the deliverance that you've been doing over the last couple of days of oh God, we are here for it. We know that this is just a start. News prayer culture, let this become a norm. Let this be this, the new norm. La Basha, let the supernatural be the natural in our lives. La Bandosh Kadai, Rababa, Sedabarokota, Mande Kete Labra Ikadaba Salababa, Spirit of God, we are here. Take your place tonight in the name of Jesus. Makandosh Katai, Labra Daba Sedabus, Labra Kadaraba Shandibu. And we give you praise, we bless your name. Salamun darabake papabo, zila mayano shata, zana menore e To God be the glory, great things he has done. To God be the glory, great things he has done. To God be the glory, greater things he will do. For you, O God, are our strength and shield. To you, O God, may our spirits yield. You alone. Are my heart's desire and we long to worship you. Leko Baba Snahadi, wherever you are around the world, would you lift up your hands and and glorify the King Eternal? It is unto you this evening that the gathering that this gathering of these people is come and move O mortal O immortal one come and move regent of creation come and throw your weight about the wheel between within the wheel we worship you tonight 
tonight even as your word comes lord heal abba deliver make your name great among the people establish your supremacy let it be as you have decided yours the glory ours the testimony we give you praise in advance in the precious name of jesus now somebody clap your hands oh you people and shout to god shout to god with a voice of triumph we give him praise amen amen welcome tonight everybody tonight two of this quarter's you can call it the last quarter of the Gregorian year 2022 or the first quarter of the Hebrew year 5783 whichever way you go it's these this quarter's week of apostolic emphasis miracle I see you're coming yes on the flag is back <laughs> and there's a reason it's back it's not a fashionist accessory uh, there's a prophetic reason it's back amen all right let's get to the word of the lord tonight uh we don't have as much time tonight as we did yesterday so we're just gonna dive in and see where the lord takes us uh if you know somebody who should be here who you want to be here uh somebody who needs a touch from god uh, somebody who needs to be activated by the presence of god and the word of the lord do them a favor send them the link right now if you haven't subscribed uh to the to the youtube channels or and or to the facebook uh page whichever you're you're streaming from uh go ahead and do so right now amen uh, so let, let, let let's start first the bible says we overcome by the word blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony um literally five minutes ago as tony was leading prayer i was praying in the corner of my knees there um and i i just felt a sense that it was important uh, that we affirmed the greatness of what God has been doing uh, in the last few days, since last week. Um, we have received several uh, emails and or WhatsApp messages over the last few days confirming the efficacy and the accuracy of what God has been pouring out um, and and I say that just to, hey and I say that just to say that if you doubt that there is an open portal um, do yourself a favor and remove that doubt God will get to you by the time we're done um, I got an, uh, a whatsapp message a few days ago with a picture Tony of the spot on the side of the back on the left of someone confirming God's word um, yesterday night I got an email from somebody confirming indeed that it was them who the prophetic word about the serpent was about Um, went out two for two over the last 48 72 hours 
on God picking out a person by their name. Both people have gotten in touch. I'm saying that just to say there's a moment in the glory. Uh, and when God is in the vicinity, you better make an effort to stick your bucket out to get your rain. Um, and tonight, even as we quote-unquote focus on the word, the Bible says that Jesus in the book of John was teaching, no, Luke, sorry, was teach, teaching in the place where there were Pharisees. And the Bible says the power of God was present in him to heal all of them. And so even in the teaching of the word of God, even it doesn't need to be a prophetic outbreak for God to do prophetic things. Amen. Okay. Um, also, I want to make an announcement. Um, and I must confess, where's my tablet? Oh, there it is. I must confess that one of the reasons I'm making this announcement is so I don't change my mind. Um, I was praying this afternoon. Um, and like I said to you guys, when I told you during this fasting period, even though the 10 days of special fasting are over, we're still in a season of 90 days. So as of today, we have exactly 40 days till the summit in November. Uh, Chris, if you're there, just hit them with the summit flyer. Uh, and I told you, adjust your schedule if necessary to maximize this fast, right? Well, I took my own advice. Talia, you'll be good to know, or you'll be happy to know. I took my own advice, and my life has changed. If God called this fast for me, it's been worth it. And we've got 40 days to go. Um, it's been difficult in that I've had to radically rearrange my schedule. Uh, I now have maximum, maximum two productive hours every day my life now i've got two hours with which i can i can if i wanted to run a business attend to ministry business things of that nature um but i wouldn't trade it for the world and i have received some instructions and visitations that have you know the bible says remember a few months ago we talked about you know what let, 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 let let's get these keys down or or we will just go into a breakout so let's um Let's, yes, let's compose ourselves before, before we lose control. Um, amen. So just, just take it, stop it all together. Now, um, the Bible says that the voice of the Lord makes the calves to hind. It means the voice of God causes productivity. When it's time to birth something, it responds to the voice of God. It says it divides flames of fire. It will deliver you from affliction. It shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. It means the wilderness of consecration. When you've been in a season where God has put you in a wilderness spot to consecrate and refine you, when the time comes for your emergence, it will be the voice of the Lord that shakes that cocoon, that matrix from which you will emerge. Um, and, you know, I was listening to a sermon on YouTube recently and, and the preacher was saying something which, you know, I've heard my whole life, 
both from God and I came up in the body of Christ being taught this. I was privileged to have been discipled by people you would call Asians. That the voice of God and the ability to hear that voice and obey. Because many of us have no issue hearing God. But you will find out from the book of John chapter 1 that he is the first begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And it takes grace, hear me somebody, to connect and yield to the demand of truth. Can I get a witness? Anybody know that it's one dimension to hear God, another dimension to be able to obey what he said? Many of us wish we didn't hear God. Anybody ever heard God say something you wish you didn't hear? And you will notice that if you do not give yourself to obeying what he says, the voice becomes gradually less and less sharp until it fades. Um, I look back over my life and every breakthrough of elevation, glory, favor, insight, or furtherance in my journey with the Lord has been on the back of an instruction. And I also look back to Lion. I told you guys a few days ago that every calamity has been on the back of either disobeying an instruction or not being patient enough to receive an instruction. Um, I put something on Twitter today, shameless plug, at Cherub Messenger. I'm back on my main account. And we're dropping, you know, dimes in the Holy Ghost. That no matter how anointed a person is, there are decisions in your life you cannot make on somebody giving you a prophetic word. Now, I agree, or should I say I disagree with those who say that a prophet can only ever confirm to you what God said. That's not true. That's not biblical. No, a prophet can initiate God speaking to you. A prophet can tell you something God didn't tell you before. It's in the Bible. But if you're going to make a decision concerning your life, you need to go back with that prophet's word to God and sit with it patiently until God speaks to you. The decisions you don't make based on peace. Peace is the, I taught, I taught you guys this before, peace is the protection God gives you from anxiety while you are patiently waiting to hear from him. Can I repeat? Peace is the confirmation that he will speak. Hello. Anyway, I don't know who that was for because that was a bit of a detour. But I've received several instructions this past few, two, three weeks. Um, some which I've liked some which I have not. I received one today, and I immediately wrote to, I sent a message to my wife. Uh, I sent it to a couple of people who would be affected by the decision uh, to lament. I felt like Jephthah's daughter when he came back from war. Um, but are you ready for the instruction? We'll, you, well, you'll find out in a second. Are you ready for the instruction, those of you in the, in the studio? The Lord said to me today that over the next 40 days between now and the summit, this mule of God is to teach every day with a few exceptions where other people would take the spot 
for 40 days to prepare us for the summit. Now, let me make it clear. You don't have to come and listen. So I'm like, oh, no, no. It, it, it's, it, the instruction was to me. He said, right, I want you to get online on this channel. And as often as possible, I'll be in this studio every day for the next 40 days, opening the scroll of what God wants us to hear in preparation for the visitation at the summit. Pastor Tunji, he said 40 days of teaching. This is, what, now, this is exactly how he said it to me. So we've sent the flyer in for designing already. 40 days of teaching, blessing, and prophetic declarations. I repeat, 40 days of teaching, we're going to open the word. Blessing, we're going to make pronouncements and prophetic declarations in preparation for the floodgate of Bokar coming. That may be good news for you. It ain't good news for my legs because I'm not as young as I was when I started preaching 22 years ago. But if you know anybody hint hint you who needs a reconditioned spiritual dimension as you step into the season of elevation god has promised you i want you to connect with as much as you feel you need the next 40 days my job is to be a waiter i'm going to serve the food i've negotiated with god to give me the odd day off where i can get someone else in so it won't be a day where there's nothing happening it'll be a day where i get somebody else to stand in my stead but at least four out of every five of these days it'll be me and god has laid a curriculum on my heart to open chapter and verse to stare the waters with the word of god to open up channels of prophetic blessing and prophetic declaration nothing will escape these 40 days in your destiny in the name of jesus say that again tony <laughs> and today happens to be day one someone say let's go let's go. Let, go. let us go psalm 45 now tonight i am going to rush at the start through the word of the lord because i don't know if and at what point he will take over the room and i don't want to keep you here anywhere near as late as you were yesterday so let's get straight to the word of the lord tonight psalms 45 and when you get there say i'm dear <laughs> say i'm dear psalm 45 chrissy give them to fly for tonight again for those of you who and who this is your first night uh we're in the middle of three days of teaching and prophetic encounter called or themed the scepter of righteousness somebody say the scepter of righteousness the scepter of righteousness and our theme which we started to prosecute and pull on the thread of yesterday is from psalm 45 verse 6 so let's go there chrissy psalm 45 verse 6 the bible says Pastor Tosin, will it be on the same theme? No, no, it's a curriculum. Now, let me, let me share with you some of the, because uh, if you know me, I ask God questions, right? 
Pardon? You know where Jeremy gets it from, right? Yes, I, I, you know, so sometimes when I tell Jeremy, stop asking me questions, I feel like you hypocrite. But God said this is going to be for four or five reasons. Reason one, he said, to open a portal for November, for the summit, for a transaction. So to prepare a people to stand before the Lord, ready to transact. Number two, because there are things he doesn't want to wait till the summit to address in some of our lives. And the word will be the rod of his power. In essence, there will be healings, deliverances, mind shifts, transformations, chains breaking. Number three, he said to release a sound that the initiated will hear. That sound is supposed to quicken labor for some of us. It's supposed to induce or overdue labor. Number four, he said that there are members of this tribe. And to be a member of this tribe, you don't need to be a member of any of our churches. But God said there are members of this tribe who are far afield, who will find this sound over these 40 days and subscribe. I don't mean subscribe as in online. I mean literally attach themselves to this chariot. And like a chauffeur, it's going to call some of you who maybe watching tonight for the first time, are going to be drawn into the orbit of the culture of this apostolic house and find your place within it. You may be different nations of the earth. You may be in different continents, different places, but something inside you will say, this is my sound. And number five, for some of you, your attachment will not be to attach to stay. It will be an attachment because God wants to make you pregnant with something to shoot you back to where you are. Ministries will be born out of these next 40 days. There are churches and ministries that will be inspired or reignited and shifted in their DNA. And the Spirit of God said, so the people of God, sorry, said, Amen. All right. Also, before we get into the word of the Lord tonight, you remember I said, Yesterday, I gave you fair warning, so nobody should complain. Uh, as we go on tonight, I will, towards the end, so stick around to the end, or if you have to leave before the end, Chrissy, can you put up the, the email address, contact the kculture.org. Um, I'm going to be making a call for partners uh, of Kingdom Culture. We're going to create a forum for people who feel led to partner in two ways, well, three ways. One is financially, the other one is prayer, and the third is practical, that's what I'm looking for now, a skill or an activity or the other. In essence, you say I'm called to build. Our, our partnership scheme is called Kingdom Builders, and I have an instruction from God this week uh, to open up that forum, and so we want to create a, a platform so that we don't have to talk about things online. You know, when we come online, we want to deal with the word of the Lord and the presence of God. So we want to create a forum where we, you can be informed of what it will take, what is going on, the instructions God is giving us to engage, and how you can connect. We have a few uh, instructions to prosecute over the next year or two. And so towards the end of tonight, we're going to give uh, details of how to get into that forum. And it is not compulsory. You don't have to, right? You can be a full part of this family 
and not be a part of that. It, it, do it by instruction. But it's going to be for people who want to give financially, commit to regular prayer, and or practically volunteer their time and or skill in building this next phase of our ministerial assignment. In return, we want to create a platform to invest in you practically and prophetically. So number one, I am going to commit to pray for you every single day except one. Six days a week, I have a day off, amen. But six days a week, the instruction of the Lord is I am going to be lifting up that altar or that forum as an altar before the Lord. Secondly, we're going to create forums uh, online and in person where we can interact with you and minister to you and also bring uh, external gifts, both spiritual and practical, into your space because we are going to make sure that you prosper. Does that make sense? Hear me by the Spirit. The Bible says, believe the Lord and you'll be established. Believe his, his, not any, and you prosper. We are going to take full responsibility except for things only you can do. We can't go to work for you. We can't start a business for you. We can't sign a, a check for you if you need to sign one, whatever. But as much as is humanly and godly possible outside your direct sphere, we are going to take responsibility for your prosperity in this season. In essence, if you do what you should do and the blessing of the Lord doesn't come upon you, it will be a direct indictment on the assignment God has given us as a house. All right, let's get into the, so if you have to leave early, contact the cake or to the dog, just send an email and say, I wanna be, uh, I wanna be on, the, on the platform for the Kingdom Builders Partnership. Right, so let's go to Isaiah 46, Chrissy. Isaiah 46. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. We started looking at this yesterday. The scepter of your kingdom is a right scepter. Some translations say the scepter of your kingdom is righteousness. Verse 7 then says, Thou loves righteousness and hate wickedness. Colon, therefore God thy God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. Last night we uh, began by looking at the concept that there are two key words here we must understand. The first is the word throne. We dealt with the fact that what throne literally means something that a, a position where you overwhelm or have authoritative control over something or jurisdiction. Oh, are you hearing me by the Spirit, somebody? We looked at the word kingdom. The word malkut, right? It literally means your right to be in charge. Not what you're in charge of, but the right to be in charge. We looked at the, the concept of a colon, uh, the punctuation mark, the colon, sorry, as being an equivalent sign, like a mathematical equation. It means whatever is on either side is identical in meaning. You just have to find how they connect. And the fact that um, the, the, the more definitive statement on one side of a colon, or colon, sorry, is explained or qualified by the less definitive statement. So thy throne is forever. That's the definitive statement. 
the explanation is the reason why your throne is forever is that the scepter of your kingdom is one of righteousness. Then we began to look at the concept of a scepter. Somebody say a scepter. That it was the Hebrew word, what's the word? Shebet, right? It means literally a stick that symbolizes authority. But it also is used to define the concept of a people, a tribe, or a nation. Are you with me, somebody? Okay, and then we gave examples of how this concept started with the patriarchs. We see Abraham passing one on to Isaac who gave it to Jacob. Jacob shows up in a strange land with nothing but a staff and comes back with the same blessing pronounced on his father Abraham. And, and, and where I want to take us to tonight is the concept that a scepter is a transferable emblem of authority. Now, I told you that there's a, I have an idea for a book that I've been chewing on, and I decided to go on better. So, so Tilaya, on the other side of the summit um, uh, next year, I'm going to, for the first time, I'm going to open up the quorum next year. Nobody has ever ministered at the quorum but me. Not even a guest minister, right? You know, it's my baby. The quorum Wednesdays are my, 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 my love child with the Holy Spirit. Well, next, I'm going to open up the quorum, right? And one of the ways I'm going to open it up, right, is to allow sons and daughters of this house. I'm going to give you guys an assignment and say this week your assignment is to pre preach and teach on this. Right? And you're going to have to go do your homework and bring the heat. And one of those series will be about the emblems of the kingdom. The scepter, the signet, the goblet, the crown, the throne, the court, the word. Right? the garment of kingship. So for instance, you may be given the scepter. And you're going to go study what the Bible has to say about the scepter, right? And come and scatter the place in the Holy Ghost. But the scepter, I want you to understand today because of time, is the emblem of authority or one of the emblems of authority of a kingdom that can be handed to someone else other than the king are you with me chew on that for a second that the scepter is a metaphor of the kingdom now not the actual domain but the right to govern that domain or or to function from a position of authority in that domain being handed over to another entity in essence the scepter means i can sit on my throne tony and give you something that gives you the right to act like me on my behalf geographically distanced from me can i get a witness somebody chew on that for a second because the the the, the meaning is deep It means God cannot give you his throne. It is treason for anyone other than a king to sit on the throne, especially in a legal session of the king's court. You must understand what we call the court today is the is the is uh, slow down, slow down, apostle. Okay. Um, mm, 
Mm, slow down, slow down. Sometimes my spirit runs faster than my brain. Um, democracy is a very, very recent form of government. Um, I think it is perhaps the best of all the evils because every form of government in the world today other than theocracy is evil. And by theocracy, I don't mean the government of the church. I don't mean the government of religion. No, I mean God himself coming down in his glory. We have never had a true, full theocracy. The closest we've had to it was Israel, but Israel botched it and messed it up. But of all the flawed, dangerous forms, because every government involves human nature, that's why it's dangerous, and democracy is no different. But of all the flawed, dangerous human forms of government, democracy is perhaps the best. But that's not saying much. But it's recent. In a kingdom, there is no separation of powers. The king is both the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the, and, and the judiciary, tongue twister, all in one. Now, 60 second uh, government course, or civics course, most democracies have three forms or three arms of government that are supposed to be, and I stress the word supposed to be, because we, found, we find out in practice they're not really, they, they really are not but they're supposedly supposed to be. And you notice the one branch that always ends up usurping or threatening to usurp authority from the others, the executive, is the one that close, most closely resembles a kingdom. But they're supposed to be equal, the executive branch, the judicial branch, and the legislative branch. And this is how it's supposed to work. The legislative branch creates law. The judicial branch interprets law and the executive branch enforces law, aka governs, because government literally means to enforce law. Does that make sense? The, 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 the root word govern means to end. So there can be no government except there are laws by which to govern. But that's a different sermon altogether because many of you are ungoverned because you have not subjected yourself to the law of heaven. You can only be governed by God via the Holy Spirit. If there is a legal system, you are allowing God enforce in your life. And so the grace message that teaches us that we are now lawless is demonically wrong. Grace does not mean that we now have no laws. It simply means one system of jurisprudence, laws, Esther, Pastor Tosi, help me out, right? Has overseen or overshadowed the other. For now, the spirit or the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So it's a law about the spirit of life. The, the inspiration that governs life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. There is no middle ground. Right? There is no such thing as a neutral lawless zone in the spirit. But as I was saying, so you have the judiciary. That's the court system. The legislation 
a legislative body, the parliament, and the executive, the literal, the governance arm, the administrative arm. In a kingdom, all three are one. The king is the legislation, meaning he makes the laws. The Bible says where the word of a king is, there is power, meaning a king's whims become law. If the king likes purple, purple becomes the national color. He is the judiciary. You come to him to settle matters. Remember Solomon? was an example. People came, the two women fighting over one son. There was no judge's system. The, the erroneous word translated magistrates. I, I don't even have time for that. Uh, the, it, nine times out of ten, when you see magistrates in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it's not talking about human beings. I'll just leave that for you. The king was the magistrate. And, or by his delegated authority, and he was the enforcement officer. I, I, are you with me so far? So, you can't have his throne. It's treason. But, you can have his scepter. Many times, the scepter... Another example was the signet, the ring in the book of Esther. So the signet of a king, I, I, I told you guys I'm going to give some of you an assignment to preach on these things, so start studying. The signet is the emblem a king parts with for legislative purposes. So when a law is to be passed or amended or written, it is signed with the signet. They would dip it in some form of dye or whatever. And he, so if a king gives you his ring, he's saying, go and make a law. When he gives you his scepter, he's saying, go and govern on my behalf. So the concept of a scepter, by definition, means the king sees the need to separate a system of governance from his physical self. Are you with me? Where have we seen that before? Genesis chapter 1. Let us make man, Tony, in our own image and let them. Someone say them. So what was the scepter in that equation? Think. Let's make man in our own image, colon, and let them have dominion. Dominion is the kingdom. What's the scepter? No, the image. Let us make man in our image, colon, let them have... So, in essence, the image of God was the first scepter in history. God says, there you go. I'm going to take something of me and give it to you and it will empower you to act as me in a jurisdiction. Which is why the Bible says, all have sinned and fallen short. So what we call the fall of man was man losing the right to wield that scepter. 
The image still was in man, but it was shot down. Are you hearing me, somebody? Shut down. Okay, let's let's let, let let's go to the Bible. Let's go to the Bible. Let me let me let me back this up. Let me back this up. huriata. I know you are here. Precious Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, carry me. <laughs> Ah, Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, and I believe we're going to verse 31. If I'm not mistaken. Chrissy, let's 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 go to the screen share. Right. Now let's start from verse. Mm, uh, Let's hmm, let's start from verse twenty-two. This is a long reading, but but work with me. Someone say work with me. And he said unto his disciples, "Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life." Someone say for your life. Look at him. But say stop worrying about yourself. Then it explains what you shall eat. See, see, you, you see why the church is as bankrupt. Of the authority of God, miracle. There's always one student in every class that's an oversabi. Yes, imago day. That's where I'm going. But 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 be patient. <laughs> Nisuru, right? That's my mother's language. He said unto the disciples, "Ever I say unto you, take no thought for your life." See, isn't this the entire opposite of the doctrine of the of the modern church? The doctrine of the apostles, of Jesus and the apostles was, take no thought. It almost sounds irresponsible if you don't understand what it means. Take no thought for your life. Mm. Don't worry about your life. He then breaks it further down. Not about what you will eat. Or about your body. That means your health. Or what you shall put on. This, this is getting strange, isn't it? It says, the life. Now, notice it doesn't say life. Someone say, the life. Hint, hint. Go study that word in the Greek. I don't have time. The life is more than meat. And the body is more than raiment. Verse 24, consider birds, ravens. They don't sow or reap. They don't have a storehouse or a barn. And God feeds them. How much more are you better than the fowls? Look at him, but ask him, are you better than a fowl? Now, I don't know about you, but there's a tribe in Nigeria. Um, I love them. It's Gerald's tribe. It's, they're called the Igbos. I grew up in a in a uh, in a compound. In, growing up in Nigeria, we weren't that wealthy, so we lived in a block of flats, four flats in one one big compound, right? And we were the only non-Ebos in that compound. So there were four families living in one one plot of land, and three of them growing up were Ebos. 
we were the only non-Ibo. So I, I, I got to fall in love with my Ibo brothers and sisters and your culture. And I found out that you have a penchant for insulting people with the word foul. Because <laughs> I heard it more than once. When, when my Igbo friends wanted to insult, they call you foul. And they would say it in a foul way. Now, a foul is a bird. But, but if, if I call you a bird, it's not that insult, but foul. The Bible says you're better than a foul. Or you should be anyway, right? So, let's go back, Chrissy. If you are better than a foul, it says birds don't plan for their life. Meaning, listen to me, if all you want to do is exist, you don't need to worry about a thing. In the words of our brethren from the island, because every little thing will be all right. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. I'm, I'm going somewhere. It means the concept of planning and strategy and responsibility in the life of a believer has nothing to do with self-preservation. Yes, a believer should plan. Yes, a believer should be responsible. Yes, a believer should sit down and especially hear from God. A believer should seek to better themselves. A believer should take concrete, intentional steps for self-improvement. But it should have nothing to do with your survival. If all you want to do in life is survive, God says, I got you. Hello? Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. When God brought Israel out of Egypt, he gave them gold and silver. He said, let me show you it's not to spend on yourself. I'm going to take you through a wilderness with no shopping malls. Your clothes will never once get dirty or get torn, sorry. Your feet, your shoes will expand with you. I'll send you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He was making a statement for a believer. Strategy and quote-unquote responsibility is not about you. So listen to me. If you are in lack and in need, if there's an area of your life where your basic needs, what are the basic needs God says? Food, your body, and raiment. If they are not up to par, it's nothing to do with your ability to sort yourself out. It's everything to do with your understanding of how to receive from God. You don't get a degree. You don't pursue a career you don't start a business you don't you don't better yourself so that you can survive <clears throat> that's God's responsibility so why should you do these things let's keep reading come on Christy let's keep reading He says, which of you, by taking thought, can add to his stature? Someone say stature. Where have we seen this word before? Luke chapter 2, 52, right? It's not just talking about your physical height. That's a part of it. God is saying, Tony, 
you should, like Jesus, grow in wisdom, stature. What was stature from Sunday? Your renown, other people, your, your standing, your capacity to function in an area. But listen, your strategy is not going to be responsible for increasing in stature. If you're not able to do the least thing, someone say the least thing. So Tony, look at this. According to God, you growing in stature is the least thing. But for many of you, it's the most difficult thing, isn't it? Why does nobody know that I exist? Why does nobody want to subscribe to my YouTube channel? Why don't they rate me? Why wouldn't they promote me at work? Why wouldn't they vote for me as their prime minister? God is saying that to a particular type of believer, hear me, sir. Hear me. Those of you entering Bokar with me in this season, because I'm entering. Increasing in stature is the what? Is the least thing. You guys are quiet on YouTube. Talk to me. Increasing in stature is the what? It's the least thing. He then says, consider the lilies, how they grow. They don't spin. And yet... Solomon in all his glory. Someone say glory. 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 Why did God use the word glory? Now, if you look at this, I'm running because of time. If you slow down like I would have loved to, to look at these words in the Greek, it will hit, it will bang even more. Glory, the Bible says, is similar to a lily growing. It should be in it. It should be intrinsic in your nature. In essence, glory, listen, is not something you need to reach for. You, oh, Mariaka, hear me, hear me, but don't hear me carnally. It's not something you need to quote and unquote fast for. You don't need to visit a prayer mountain, quote and unquote. But you might need to, to unlock it. But then keep going. Christy, no, Christy, stay there, stay there, stay there. Look at the next, look at the next sentence. Look at the next sentence. It says, if then God, someone say clothes. Remember one of my favorite songs? If he dresses the lily with beauty and splendor, that's glory. So glory is something God clothes. Bible says he can crown you. Someone say crown you. With glory. Should we go there? 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 Let's take a quick dive to Isaiah 62, shall we? Let's just quick dive to Isaiah. We'll dive back. Isaiah 62. Look, 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 look. Thou shalt be, verse 3, 
a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord. Listen, and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. <laughs> Psalm 8, Psalm 8, Psalm 8. Let, let, let's, I, I, I just feel the need to explain this. I, 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 I was going to rush through this, but listen to me. It's important. Listen to me. Psalm 8, look at Psalm 8, verse 4. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? Why? For thou has made him, listen, a little lower than the Elohim. The word that is Elohim in the Greek, in the Hebrew, sorry. And crowned him. With glory and honor and made him to have dominion over the works of your hands you've put all things under his so that god can crown you with glory the bible says here not not, not oh Sheila, Baba. let's go back now let's go back to let's, <laughs> help me holy spirit let's go back to luke luke verse 12. so he says god clothes the in essence god took it and put it on them how much more will he clothe you so let's let's take these two analogies together so far we have the analogy of god saying don't worry about your well-being i'll look after it he then says don't worry about your stature so in essence i'll provide for your well-being he then says, don't worry about your stature, a.k.a. your clout. I'll sort it out. He then says, don't even worry about glory. I will put it on you. Now, what, what imagery are we, are we looking at so far? It's the imagery of an ambassador. I'll provide for your needs. I'll create a platform of importance. I'll give you clout. And I will put, remember, he doesn't share his glory with another. I told you before, that word another is deep. Because listen, 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 listen. So don't stone me. Read your Bible and study it properly. There are people God shares his glory with throughout scripture. I just read you Psalm 8. God said, I create man and I crowned him with glory and honor. Are you hearing me? God looked at Miriam and Aaron and said, did you... Did, can I say this in, in a Nigerian tongue? Tony, can, I, can, I, can I get that, that face towel? Common, didn't you have common sense to know that this Moses guy is not in your pay grade. Thank you. He says, he, he, he says, if there's a prophet in Israel, I speak to him, I reveal myself to him in visions and dreams, not to my servant Moses. Him do I speak. Does that make sense? Arise and shine, for your light is come. Psalm 60, Isaiah 60, right? What, what's the next statement? And the glory of who? The glory of who? The glory of who? Of the Lord is what? Risen. 
So same reason. If it's rising, where is it coming from, up or down? So where's the down? It's coming from inside you. Oh, you see, so I won't share my glory with another. The word another in the Hebrew literally talks about someone out of covenant. Another woman, another, right? Okay, so there, it has always been God's intention to share his glory with his children. Hear me by the Spirit. It has always been. The Bible says, Thine is the what? The kingdom, the power, and the glory. The concept of kingdom, power, and glory is God's. If you see any of these three words anywhere, it was gotten directly or indirectly from God. For instance, Satan is the king or the prince of the power of the air of this world. Why? Because God gave the kingdom to Adam and then Adam gave it to Satan. There is no kingdom, no power, and no, the Bible says in Romans uh, chapter 13, if I'm not mistaken, it's, uh, let's go to, because I, I, I just want you to see this. I don't want you to think I'm pulling stuff out of my backside. Romans 13, let's go there real quick. Romans 13. Romans 13. Christy, let's go there. Romans 13. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. The word there is exousia, authority. For there is no power. It's the same word, power, kingdom, power, glory, exousia. For there is no power but of God. Every concept of authority, Tilaya, emanated from Yahweh. If any entity, seen or unseen, has any legitimate authority, power, kingdom, glory, it means it started with God, he shared it with someone, and if it's in the wrong hands, that person lost it or gave it or surrendered it to someone else or something else. They dropped the button. Or aka, they dropped the scepter. That's where we're going tonight. Look at him and say, don't drop the scepter. Say, don't drop the scepter. All right, let's go back to Luke. So, the language here is of an ambassador. I'll look after your, your needs. I'll give you a platform of influence. And I will clothe you with glory. Now, look at verse 29. Okay, verse 28. This, 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 is, this, is, this is an aside. Someone say an aside. This is extra. He says, Oh, you of little faith. Meaning, if you lack glory, a platform of influence, stature, or your needs met, it's an issue of faith. Someone say faith. Someone say faith. Now, I don't want to get sidetracked here, but I feel the need to, to address this, so stay with me. What is faith? Faith is the substance, the, the, the right, the legal foundation to demand something you're hoping for. It's the evidence of your acquisition of something you cannot see. It comes by hearing and hearing comes by exposure to the remor of God. In essence, you can receive the word of God and not hear. 
Faith doesn't come because God spoke. It comes because you heard. In essence, if listen to me, I don't know who I'm talking to, listen, listen, I'm saving you another decade of pain. A deficiency of provision, stature or influence or glory can be tied to being of little faith. It means if faith, see, this is my equation, faith equals what God said times my response. Write that down. Faith equals hearing God times my response. So if hearing God is zero, even if your response is a million, what is faith? Zero. The fact that you believe something, and you know, like, I'll give an example. There was something that God had been dealing with my heart about for over a year now. And I got a prophet told me that God was saying, now I wanted something, but I laid it at God's feet. A prophet told me that God said he wanted to give it to me. Talia, it took me 18 months. It was today, this afternoon. I had an hour to go to, to the deadline to make a decision. And I told God, since I've not heard from you, I'm going to walk away. And with an hour to go, for the first time in 18 months, God spoke to me, I believe. Gave, I saw a picture. I saw God taking the thing, right, and putting it in my hands. So now I have faith. Someone say, I have faith. Why do I have faith? Because there is now something God has said, and I am working in that direction. If God did not say it, no amount of confident action would make it faith. It would be presumption. Many of us have presumed, acted in quote-unquote faith, and are shocked when there's disaster. But on the flip side, if God said one million and your response is zero, then faith is also zero. So little faith means little of one or both of access to God's insight and your corresponding action. So listen, your provision, your stature or influence, and the glory of God with which you are clothed are a direct product liar of your ability to hear and respond to instructions from God 13 if not 14 but there was a year in between between instruction and the beginning 14 years ago God said leave Sheffield where you love leave Victory Assembly where you are content to look after a crazy bunch of young people and be an assistant pastor to one of the most amazing senior pastors ever and go to Nottingham and he said and raise me a peculiar people it was an instruction I had 12 pounds in my bank account there would be no kingdom culture today hundreds of healings miracles trained people who've gone on to everything that has come out of that right came from that one instruction do you understand my livelihood for the last 13 years has primarily been from the instruction my influence in my generation has been from the instruction and the glory of god on my life has been does that make sense and several others along the way it's the language of ambassadors 
Now that you have that understanding, let's go deeper. I'm almost done for tonight. We're going to pray, especially for people who need God to touch them. He says, these things are what the nations of the world seek after. Listen, and your father knows you need them. Your father's aware you need them. But he then says, seek ye the kingdom of God and all the... Now, another gospel says, and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. Now, the word nations there, ethnos, talks about a group of people, remember, scepter, tribe, with a culture and a way of life. So the nations, the ethnoses, can be distinguished by their fixation with these things. What are the nations according to Deuteronomy? When the Lord divided the nations, their inheritance, he did it according to the number. King James says, says of Israel, but the original Dead Sea Scrolls say the sons of God. It's the same number, 70. 70 people went into Egypt. 17 nations divided at Babel, right? Why? 70 members of the divine council that became the gods of the nations. Hear me. In essence, God is saying the scepter of the Elohim of those nations are these things. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. The K keys. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, 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 listen. I, 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 help me, help me. Sly, help me out, help me out. So, when we want to know whose ambassador you are, we don't look at whether or not you can heal the sick. We don't look at whether or not you can prophesy. You know, I was, I was watching. You know, I was talking to, to, to the other Chrissy this week and I came across um, a young man on, on, on YouTube recently. You know, every so often YouTube will spit me out a video of somebody I've not seen before. And, and initially, for the first 15 minutes of what, I loved him. He was simple. He, I, could, I mean, I could tell from experience that he'd been fasting. Because when you're hungry, it, hunger arranges you. And I thought this is, talking about the fear of God, I thought this is beautiful. But something in my spirit would not rest. I just knew something was, I couldn't explain it. So I began to watch more and more of his videos. And the more I watched, right? Um, <laughs> to like Chrissy says she's the original. You're the other. Just thought to let you know. You guys can sort yourselves out. The mo Tony, the more of his stuff I watched, the more flesh I could hear and see. The more self was on display. The language was Zion, but the aura was Babylon. Hear me. 
ah, y'all better talk to me in the comment section. Don't leave me by myself. Chrissy, the language, the content was A1. The savor was going from B2 to B3 to C4, C5, C6, and it ended up at F9 for my taste. Do you want me to prophesy? If you don't talk, I will go to somebody else. Somebody say prophesy. And I just, something. Now, hear me. To God be the glory. Like Paul says, some of us prophesy more than you all. It was just, and for days I couldn't understand it. Like what's going on here? And then yesterday morning, the Spirit of God spoke to me. He said, type in this man's name and somebody else's name in Google. And I came up with a tweet from years ago. One of them was sending a birthday message to the other one, calling him his father. I said, ah, it makes sense. Lobato. Why? Because the nations look after some things in essence they have their own king with their own throne <laughs> somebody says prophesy sir <laughs> please i i am not that kind of prophet see if listen to me if 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 god can't speak to you because people don't shout prophesy i wonder the god speaking and i'll leave it there if your prophetic gift is tied now i'm not saying i'm not saying it's wrong I'm just saying, if to the point where you tell them, if you don't say it, I won't, then I, there's a problem. And if you wonder where I'm going here, see, some of us are called to be a plumb line. Someone say a plumb line. It is the job of every true apostle. The Bible says, you tested those who claimed to be apostles and you found them false. Now, false doesn't necessarily mean the person wasn't called. The word false in the Greek is interesting. Listen, it's interesting. It doesn't mean against it doesn't mean completely different it means similar but not quite it there are many false apostles who in a few years if they sit with god will be real ones there are many false apostles who were this close five years ago to being a full apostle but they just missed and, and it's the job of the of, of the apostolic and the prophetic to be watchmen and guardians because there are strange influences masculine and, and you give the bible said wisdom is justified of her children but we're not patient enough many times to be to wait for someone's someone's family tree to fully manifest what scepter they carry so the nations have their own scepter. Listen, and you can trace it to what will we eat? How will we be looked after? What will we wear? Delilah, I was leaving my house today. The Holy Spirit said, take off all your jewelry. I've not had that instruction now for 15 years. I said, why? He says, you'll understand. When I give you the word for tonight, it was in the car he began to drill down to this for me. Hey, I, I like a good ring. I, I like a good chain, but it's not my scepter. It's not my scepter. 
God says you need these things. So they're good. But that's not the scepter. In essence, why? There is another kingdom for whom it is the scepter. So don't show me how anointed you are. Show me the priority system of your life and the priority system that is birthed in those who subscribe to you. Bible says, by doing this, you shall save yourselves and those who hear you. The word save includes a connotation sanctify. In essence, when I look at what you produce, in essence, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. There is a battle of cultures here. And every Elohim will delegate an ambassador based on his value system laws and culture the ambassador aka the avatar must first conform must first be a compendium a help me out english is in my first help me out to liar a embodiment of the culture system of the Elohim. He is then granted a scepter. Listen, 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 listen. The scepter is not the gift. That's the glory. The gift is the glory. So, hear me. The glory is what the Elohim puts on you. He takes of his nature, his power, his splendor, his ability. And it's a garment. Someone say it's a garment. So that one is free. The influence is not the scepter. That's the stature we just looked at. Hear me. The resource, the gift, money and anointing. Because remember, what you shall eat. Someone say eat. Your body, your health. Money can fix that one. That has to be a spiritual power. And what you will wear. The scepter. Look at me everybody. Look at me. Is your value system. After he has. Given you his gifts. Dressed you in his glory. And given you influence. He then says. The scepter. Is what I have crafted in you. As your value system are you listening to me okay i gotta run i gotta run now now come chris let's go back let's go back let's go back verse 32 then says or verse 31 sorry seek the kingdom don't say the kingdom now you are told to seek now this is where we missed it in sunday school the kingdom is not a place we are looking for i oh, was seeking the kingdom oh seek ye first the kingdom tony Remember, seek ah, where's the kingdom and his righteousness the king no the word kingdom here means the right of governance we're not looking for a place we're not even looking for a realm hear me 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 the word seek means pressing for search diligently it means you are fighting tony you are fighting for access 
to a delegated dimension of authority. Are you with me? So much, y'all people are not talking to me in this room tonight. This, this studio sounds like I'm in an, I was going to say like I'm in a Catholic church, but nothing wrong with a Catholic church. But I'm not Catholic. I like a little Penty Rascal myself. Hear me, 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 hear me. Tlaya. You can't understand verse 31 without understanding verse 32. Let's look at verse 32, Chrissy. Fear not, little flock. It is the Father's good word, pleasure to give you. So this kingdom is something that can be given. Now, this is a problem. If I give you this bottle, Talia, can I also give it to Tony at the same time? So it cannot be a tangible thing. We cannot all seek the same bottle and find it. The kingdom is not the physical thing. It's the right of ownership and the ability to exercise authority. So we are instructed to lie from the moment you get born again. Your goal should be to press for a dimension in God where you can wield his authority on his behalf. The Bible says that is what you should seek. But colon and his righteousness. We see was it Matthew or Luke or Matthew or Mark? His righteousness. Why? Because the scepter of that kingdom is righteousness. In essence, you're cultivating a value system that lines up with the culture of this Elohim is in itself your scepter. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Notice, see, I'll give an example. If, if a king gives you a scepter, if you couldn't sing before, would you be able to sing? If you couldn't fight before, would you be able to fight? If you couldn't build a house before, would you be able to build a house? So what does the scepter do? The scepter doesn't grant you any special ability. The scepter simply gives you the authority to use your existing abilities. So if you could sing, now that you have the scepter, people are commanded to listen to you. They may not like what they hear, but they have to listen. You get it now? Okay. So, our generation has confused the scepter with the other implements. Because there are people, listen, who are dressed in the glory. Increased in stature. Provided for their needs. And forgot to take the scepter on their way out. And remember, when we get to the gates and everlasting doors... They will ask a question. Can we take this up a little bit? Who is the king of glory? The demonic realm. See, human beings may be excited by the other stuff. The demonic realm wants to see a scepter. The Red Sea will only respond to a rod. 
Are you hearing me? The scepter is the tribal dealings with God. Where something, so in essence, God says, the scepter of the nations and their gods are self-preservation. Listen, a desire for importance. That's the stature. And hype and attention to themselves in glory. So when I see a man, let me repeat, a desire for self-benefit, a need for importance, and a, a self-promoting spirit of self-vain glory. You may be wearing the garment of Yahweh, but you are wielding the scepter of the Satan. And we know what scepter is being wielded. Listen, listen, listen to me. Look at me, you guys in the studio. This is how we know the scepter being wielded. Wisdom is, is justified of her children. Don't look at the people slain at the altar. Look at the culture in society at large. I told you, if you want to know which altar exists in a family, watch the children as they grow. No amount of teaching a child will substitute the altar in the home. The Bible didn't say teach a child. He says train up. Someone say up. There's more to teaching than training. So, I see... You, you, can, you can do morning devotion all you want. If that home is, is inhabited by two parents who are whoremongers. And if daddy is hiding pornography under the bed. And sleeping with his secretary. Come back in five years. Because the environment will breed a kind of person consistent with the scepter that the ambassador is wielding and i said it starts in the home but it moves throughout society and that's why i'll give an example nigeria has the fullest altars and the most bankrupt societal life of any nation in the world why because we have emissaries who dressed up in the glory, received the stature, took the resources of heaven, and forgot their scepter. I told you I'd define righteousness today, but maybe I have to do it tomorrow because of time. Well, righteousness in summary is the code of culture that lines up with what pleases a spirit. The code of culture that lines up with what pleases a spirit. It is not just a set of do's and don'ts. It becomes a lifestyle and a value system. In essence, Telia, if a man, male or female, will be on assignment for the Lord... When he gets to his post, the spirit realm will ask to see the scepter. 
and the scepter will be the value system by which he operates I repeat you can have the power quote and unquote without the kingdom and God says to a flock he calls little I want to give you the kingdom but the scepter of my kingdom is righteousness let's go to Psalm 24 I'm almost done you know, I told you, no, because we'll pray in a second, but, but I, I just, just in case tomorrow goes wild, I, 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 you know, God and I had a conversation that we should make sure we use today to establish some solid meat, right? Okay, uh, Psalm 24, let's go there. Yes, Chrissy, we need the scepter. Psalm 24. Psalm 24. Let's look at this together. Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Somebody say throne. He owns it. Right? Then he goes on to say the world and they that dwell therein. Notice this was in the Old Testament. This was after the fall of Adam. This is where Satan, Satan literally was called the God of this world. But Bible says God was in charge. You know why? Because what Satan didn't realize was all Adam had was a lease. Someone say Adam had a lease. And all leases expire. Even 99, even 999 year old leases expire. Someday your grandchildren will not own it because the lease will expire. Are you hearing me by the spirit? Adam had a lease, but God was still in charge. Of both the physical earth, the Bible says... And the world. See, the, the, the system of oppression, the, 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 the societal foundation, God owned it. But this is the problem, right? If you own a house, the lessor furnishes it. See, many of you don't know what a lease is. There's a difference between rent and lease. A lease means you enjoy all the benefits of ownership and responsibilities for a time. So when you lease something, you can paint it whatever color you want. Landlord can't say anything. Listen, listen. You can knock down a wall on the condition that when you hand it back, you put it back up. Okay, let's keep going. Psalm, 30, Psalm 24. He founded it upon the seas... He established it upon the floods. So, this is the equivalent, listen, of Psalm 45. When it says, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Psalm 24, 1 and 2 are the equivalent of Psalm 45, 6a. He then asks a question. And in this season of the transfer of patriarchal buttons and mantles, this is the question heaven is asking. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? This is a fight against gravity. I told you I, the vision I saw of the throne of God as a slope, right? With plateaus at each level. Who will stand? Someone say stand. Ascend is the process 
Stand is the commissioning. It means his holy place becomes your office, becomes your post. Now look at the qualifications, look. See, you and I, listen, listen, listen. Li ah. Oh, help me, help me, help me, Holy Spirit. I need you people to get this. It's like I need you guys to get this. Ah, somebody online say, God help him. You think righteousness is a list of do's and don'ts, right? No. No. Someone say, no, sir. You say it with a Jamaican accent. No, sir. No, sir. He that has clean hands, listen, and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity. So, clean hands, behavior. Pure heart, motives, right? Lifted up his soul to vanity. Value system, nor sworn deceitfully. Covenant. Now look at verse 5. Verse 5 is deep, if you understand what I'm trying to say. What God is trying to say. He shall receive. So the blessing and righteousness are biological CMS twins. Kayamasa. You receive righteousness. You don't work it. I hear me. Righteousness must be received. In essence, there is a download of the operating system of the spirit. So it's called the fruit, not the labor. Fruit, the natural outworking of a planted seed. But notice, he receives first the blessing. In essence, righteousness. Listen, listen. If you are Abraham Christ, you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. What's the promise? The blessing. That blessing has a twin. They come together. It's called righteousness from the God of his salvation. Verse 6 then says, this is the lineage. The word generation then means lineage, genealogy. Not all of us alive, but no, lineage of them that seek him. Not what they'll eat, not what they'll wear, not how they look, not their importance, not their glory. Him and his face, his panim. His mood, his heart, his desire, his priority. The very next verse then says, lift up your head, O ye gates. Why? They've now come down from the mountain. So, Tilayo, righteousness is not your behavior. But there is a behavior that qualifies you for righteousness. Hear me? Hear me? Hear me? Hear me? So when we talk about alignment... You're fasting, you're refusing to sin, you're walking in love and all those things themselves don't make you righteous. But they are how you ascend the hill. So when a man starts to prosecute a life of alignment and consecration, he begins to climb. If you saw yourself in the spirit, you would be climbing. Heaven, heaven begins to say, oh, you want something. Heaven begins to cheer you on. Carry on. Carry on. Right? And on that journey, you arrive at a place where there is a blessing conferred. Listen, and the proof that you have been blessed for real 
is that there is a download in your system of the things that please the spirit we call it grace for the grace of god that brings i don't know which grace the rest of you are preaching the one i know according to titus the one you say brought your salvation titus 2 says teaching someone say teaching so grace begins to instruct you on the inside that denying worldliness and ungodly lust, you should live soberly and righteously in this life looking forward to the coming paraphrase of the lord it begins to instruct bible talks about scripture being what profitable for what exhortation rebuke and instruction someone say instruction in righteousness so there is an instruction in not to it begins to teach you how to unpack this righteousness in your daily life when you see that kind of man hell begins to freak out hell begins to say zordon ay power rangers why because that is the man with a scepter everybody else has ability that man has authority everybody else can get you slain that man can erect a lineage of christ in his environment everybody else can get an outcome based on a gift or anointing that man can install a civilization with predictable outcomes that man has a scepter there are few men with scepters in our days so that's why the bible says if a man wants to be a bishop it says let him first start with his home remember second timothy if a man desires the office of a bishop office someone say office someone say office it's an office it says he desires a good work it's also a job description one of the requirements is this use that scepter in your home <laughs> see my children are getting to the age where they don't just look at what i say oh you understand as that child grows you will find out if you have a scepter men look at me look at me look at me man look at me look at me look at me the bible says I'm your husband submit to me try for five years and come back and talk to me married man where am i where, where are we tony it doesn't work oh. you know what works a scepter the woman will naturally gravitate to your scepter does that make sense when she sees both with her eyes 
and discerns in her subconscious spirit a rod of authority listen based on your value system Delio. men listen to me listen to me listen to me the woman will submit or not not based on how much you shout but based on your dna your dna it's not intellectual submission something inside her will gravitate to the aura that you wield and so yes you you can force her to submit demonically that's true but it won't be submission she can be subjugated in fear knowing that you slap her and beat her that's subjugation but notice that itself is a scepter of a demonic righteousness if you live your life according to the dictate of a demonic spirit that spirit's gravity will hold her in fear until she can't take it anymore but if you walk in righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost see the first fruit of the spirit is love so when the bible says listen notice it says love your wife someone say love your wife that's the scepter tony that's the scepter of righteousness where my ladies are talk to me talk to me talk to me that sack in essence the scepter is you are more important than me to me i will die for you i will give my life to cultivate you i'll make decisions based on your future destiny and purpose i would like christ i will give myself on a cross for you that in itself is a scepter see as you apply it that poor woman she can start off, something about her will just find its level why because it is a symbol of authority in the spirit and everything that god created listen to me little flock the father gives you the kingdom remember it's god's throne but your scepter to wield in essence there notice wives submit yourself listen to your husband as unto in essence submit to the lord via your husband if there is no lord in the husband it's difficult the woman will try she will go to church pastor pray for me i'm not submissive pour oil my sister god will help you but you married him the more of that lord shows up in that man on a daily basis that thing becomes a natural process it's the same outside the home pastor god sent you to a city <laughs> especially if you call yourself an apostle okay the city will ask you when i got to london london asked me for a rod I brought out my gift he said that's not what i'm talking about then i finally brought it out and it said your stick is small holy spirit said let's go back and grow that stick what's the rod i must say i've never been a homemonger i've never been sinful so that's the one i'm it goes, see, that's the beginning see you you not sinning is like a little stick this this big for it to grow into a rod it means christ is installed in you 
you think his thoughts you want his desires you function like him so when i walk the streets to i'm not a citizen of london i have a scepter what's the scepter it means everything wrong is my business does that make sense so that level of patriarchal responsibility has to be grown it's not natural so god would deal with you about some things you walk by trash on the street you say pick it up does that make sense you watch tv and you hear somebody was stabbed you wouldn't just say hey yeah oh and then carry on watching your soap opera you push your plate aside and go and cry on your knees for an hour god save our youth does that make sense he'll say how can you govern a city if i can't govern your finances How can you be responsible for a city if I can't demand regular, systemic, consistent prayer from you? And so he begins to fashion that scepter from your life. What God is demanding from you is a sign as to the area of his kingdom he wants to delegate through you. He's not asking for behavior. He's crafting a scepter. And real scepters, as we saw yesterday, are not, in, are not just given to individuals. They're given to tribes. So, he also wants to craft in Utilia a technology that is self I'm trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying not to use myself as an example. Um, so, okay, let me give an example. When it was my birthday this year, and you guys decided to give me a birthday present, what was the, what was the birthday present? A 24-hour prayer chain, right, to the glory of God. What went into that thought? Why would you wake up in the morning and decide, now, I, I, okay, so, you could have sent me to Dubai. You could have sent me to Alton Towers, Right? It even needs to be expensive. You could have paid for me to go to TGI Fridays. Right? You could have paid for... So in essence, it was an experience. So there's two types of things you can give a person as a present. You can give them a tangible physical gift. A car, a house, a watch, a pair of shoes, a pair of slippers, whatever. Or you can pay for an experience. Give them an experience. So, you decided to give me an experience, right? And what was the experience? Where did that thought process come from? In essence, this man's value system. Does that make sense? Something said, this, is the, this will be here. And you were right. So, this has gone beyond, it's gone beyond me praying now. Right? You've observed that it is a value system. But then secondly... Notice the value system hasn't just extended to me alone now. Over the years, if you come close, if you, does that, you get the point. So, in essence, there are things that are now being engineered into the water system of our house. 
You all ain't talking to me in the studio. Am I lying? They'll think I'm lying, right? So, God, God is working on one human being. And by extension, those dealings are becoming endemic of a culture. That is what a scepter looks like. And God said to me, he said, son, this has been your home. The same way a father practices with his home, right? This house called kingdom culture has been your practice ground. Because if I'm going to give you, as a, give you a scepter to a generation, we needed to test to see. See, I've forgotten what they call it in, 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 um, in environmental works, but when you're testing the, both the drainage and the water system of a city, you put something at the source and you check to see if it ends up in the tap. Does that make sense? So you go to the water plant and you put a little bit of a dye or something or, 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 or a chemical and then you go to the tap Colin, you got it. You go to the tap and then you run the water after a few hours and you see, you test that water to see if that chemical is in it. That's how God tests scepters. Chrissy, you can't transfer what you fake. That's why I said you can test the altar in a home in the life of the children. I can come here and shout, pray, pray, pray. And then I go home. I'm like, mm, we're home, Jerry. Yeah, let's just. And, and for a whole year, you won't pray. The tithe, give, God, sow, reap. If I don't sow and reap, if I don't sow, you won't sow. That's why I said, we can test the scepter or lack thereof of this generation of the church by the world around us stand with me this is what it means to be a person of stature you have a scepter the world is tired of men with garments and no scepters or worse still some of them have picked up the scepter of the enemy see they like i said for instance the, i gave an example of the person i saw this week I can tell that guy loves God. I believe he's a sincere lover of God. But I know what's going to happen in the next few years if he carries down the road he's on. Because he's holding the wrong scepter. He's drunk from the table of someone who I know. See, that one missed it. His father missed his way a long time ago. Does that make sense? I, I know. And God showed me long before the father became famous. The first time I found him, I, I heard of him, in not, I was in Nottingham at the time, in 2010 when I first heard of him. So 12 years ago, God said, watch this one. This one's the trouble. This one's going to destroy the kingdom. So I can now see the culture of the father in the unassuming son. And there's a whole bunch of them around the world. Professor! On God's, so your need for God has become an entertainment. In essence, it's, it's reality TV. Right? 
Me, I'm not a minor prophet. I'm a major one. <laughs> I don't miss. That's the wrong scepter. It's the wrong scepter. Because the one we represent, the Bible says, is meek and lowly. Lift your hands. We've got five minutes tonight. God doesn't take long to do what he wants to do. If there's a sickness in your body, lift your hands tonight. If you're trusting God for a breakthrough, lift your hands tonight. Remember, we've got one more night of the week of apostolic emphasis. And then after that, 38 days. So every day, for those of you who didn't hear the announcement at the beginning, every day for the next 40 days, we'll be here at 7 p.m. teaching the word of the Lord, pronouncing blessing and making prophetic declarations. Who's excited? 40 days of glory in the word in prayer and in prophetic declarations god is preparing thank you pad right yeah please thank my wife and my sons why because in november at the summit tony god is going to hand us a scepter God is going to give us a scepter. I take that back, sorry. God is going to give us, sorry, a commission. He's going to give us resources, spiritual and natural. He's going to give us stature and influence. Remember, November is going to be an announcement to the world for many of us, corporately and individually. And he's going to clothe us. He's going to crown us with glory and honor. But we must have a scepter we must receive righteousness see listen 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 psalm 24 right when you ascend the hill of the lord look at look at look 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 it says he shall they shall receive when they've ascended the blessing and righteousness in essence the king will give you his resource system and his scepter and when you come down you need both the blessing and the scepter to say be lifted up ye gates you need both all the blessing will do is benefit you and create an atmosphere but if, if gates if nations are going to bow to jesus Can I get in trouble? You know, I've been, I've, been, I've been screaming about how wicked the south of Nigeria has been for decades because we abandoned our brethren in the north to the scourge of Islamic terrorism. And I told you, I've told you about the beast God showed me. Remember, at the start of this year, we saw, another, we saw it again and then we saw what began to happen shortly after. Um, there's also a problem in the north of Nigeria. It's called sexual perversion. Right? Men and women who love God, on fire for God, with demonic fire in their bones. There is a spirit of anger and 
ungodly temper. These are two of the reasons why that beast of radical Islamic terrorism has not been conquered. Because the northern church in Nigeria doesn't have... This, in, in the south, we have our own problems. In the south, we, we worship mammon. We're self-preservatory. We're self-absorbed. We're idolatrous. We need scepters of righteousness. It would take a scepter. That's why I'm wearing this. See, call it arrogant or not, I have been, see, this young man you're looking at, not as young as he looks, by the way, has been sent to this nation in this season as an apostle. I'm on assignment. But there's a scepter Britannia is demanding. And it must be corporately wielded. Lift your hands, lift your hands. Father, confirm, Lord, I spoke your word tonight. I did my best. If there was any of me in it, I repent. But you, you see my heart. I didn't come here tonight to demonstrate anything else but the counsel of Zion. So, Lord, not me. Your word says that you affirmed Jesus with signs and wonders. It also says that you confirmed your word. So there are two dimensions to the anointing for the miraculous. One is God affirming the messenger. The other one is him affirming the message. Father, if the messenger is imperfect tonight, still affirm your word. But if it pleases you, affirm both. If you sent me, if you called me, then look upon my insufficiency and breathe upon your word tonight. Let miracles follow. Over these 40 days, let the hand of God break through in the earth like we have no point of reference for starting tonight. I curse sickness. I curse disease. I curse demonic affliction. I curse mental. Tonight I attack mental illness. And demonic issues of the mind be healed in the name of Jesus we come against stagnation we say make headway and prosper we come against demonic cycles we say be turned loose or oh, take the keys up be turned loose you have gone round this mountain long enough now take your journey north I speak tonight to every firstborn child by the Spirit of God. Every firstborn child that is the subject of contention of the demonic realm concerning your life. I break that contention tonight in the name of Jesus. I declare that the power of Zion stands strong and crushes the will of the enemy. La kore baba bashate. Zigobratiando rojos te peketia. Hmm. Marie ko. 
If you're listening to me right now and you can feel a tingle in your body, just lift your hands. Lift your hands. Some of you can literally feel a tingle. You, li- you feel something, something, I mean, you, you feel a physical manifestation of something in your body. Lift up your hands right now. I can see that happening with some of you. Something is moving on you in the realm of the spirit and it's the power of God and it's a sign tonight that he wants to address something. Holy Spirit, fish out every deposit of darkness in these bodies and lives. Expel them now. Some of you are going to cough. Some of you are going to sneeze. Hear me? Some of you will fart. And one or two of you will run to the bathroom as I speak. Father, we flush it out in the name of Jesus. We expel the stronghold of darkness by the reason of the blood. There's someone listening to me. You have had horrible quote-unquote luck with cars it's either an accident or it gets stolen or somebody just damages it or whatever it is but there's this repeating cycle of misfortune with vehicles God is breaking it off you tonight in the name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit the Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow no longer will vehicles and cars be a drain on your finances and or your joy in the name of Jesus I see a child a young boy in particular if you have a daughter still claim it but I see a young child in the spirit God is touching his mind now ah he may have been diagnosed with something whatever it is ADHD maybe even I don't know if children can have dementia but whatever it is asper whatever it is but something with his mind maybe he's on the autism spectrum but something of that nature and right now God is touching so if you have a child with a mental health condition put your hand on their head now God is healing now as we speak father heal the mind of our children tonight and Lord we ask for mercy I see that in some cases a parent sin was the open door the sin of a father or mother was the open door for the affliction of that child prior to their birth either just before or after their conception while they're in the womb father tonight we shut down the claim of darkness in the courts of divine justice and we replace it with the cry of the blood we say no longer shall the fathers drink acid and the teeth of the children be set on edge heal them now O lord reverse every demonic diagnosis concerning these children in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I see somebody's listen three organs pancreas the kidney and the liver God is healing tonight if that's you put your hand in your abdomen the pancreas the kidney maybe alcohol maybe bad diet maybe diabetes whatever it is the pancreas the kidney and the liver maybe you've maybe you were told you need a liver a liver or kidney transplant 
God is healing you now. The scarring in those organs are being healed. God is reversing the damage. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. Thank you for healing tonight. Thank you for breaking demonic yokes. And we speak freedom. Freedom. Everyone who suffers from sleep harm, you wake up, there's cuts on your body, you feel like someone's been afflicting you. I don't even mean sexually now. Literally, you see scars, cuts, things of that nature. And or those of you who, you I'm not talking about just normal sleepwalking, you know, I mean demonic sleepwalking. You, 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 your, your people tell you that you do strange things in your sleep. You get up, you walk around the house, you walk to the... Uh, see, I know medical science. I, see, my wife's a doctor, my father's a doctor, my mom's a pharmacist, my stepmom's a nurse. I grew up in the medical, I'm in the medical profession. And I believe it has its use, right? But, but there are places where medical knowledge terminates and the spirit realm takes over. I curse that spirit of sleep control and affliction in Jesus' name. If you're a man and you sleep, man or woman, if you're a man and you sleep and you, if children are watching, let me class this up. You sleep and you wake up in puddles that are not urine or urine. You know what I mean? Discharges, penile discharges that are not urine. You're a woman and you wake up and you are, you have secretions and, and you get the point, right? Okay. Uh, 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 I curse that foul spirit and I command it not to afflict you anymore you are free in the name of Jesus now there is somebody here and I, th I think this is where I'll stop tonight unless the Lord and I because we I need to get you home early tonight um, God says I'm about to give you a gift of shoes someone is about to buy you or, or if it might have happened already recently but God says that I see a box of shoes being ordered as a gift. Somebody's given you or sending them to you. And God says, when they come, or if they have come, they will be a confirmation of a promise I have made to you. You will know it is time to move. There's something God promised you that you've been waiting on. God says, those shoes are a sign that I've anointed your feet to walk into this new season. I'm going to move someone to buy you. You won't have to buy them yourself. They'll come. Somebody will give you a pair of shoes if they haven't already in the last couple of days. They are a sign that it is time to run. God says run and don't look back. Move with all deliberate speed for the season of your manifestation has come. We give you praise. Oh, let's bless the Lord. Take 60 seconds and bless him tonight. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the move of your power over these next 40 days and all that you will do starting even with what you've done tonight. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Let's take the keys down, way down, but still leave them on the way down. So before we dismiss tonight, a couple of things very quickly. Number one, for those of you who didn't hear, uh, I was praying this afternoon. God gave an instruction. The next 40 days at 7 p.m. UK time every night. So the time this started on whatever platform you're connecting on, 
will be 40 days of teaching, blessing, and prophetic declarations. We're going to be opening a portal in the spirit realm for the scepter to land. So let somebody know. It's going to create a tsunami of God's presence. And the closer we get to November, the deeper the weight will be. So tonight, starting from tonight, tonight's day one, 40 days starting from tonight. That's number one. Number two, um, Chris, please put the details back on screen. Contact K Culture the dog. The Lord has instructed me, um, and this is there's no pressure, so please don't feel bad if you don't feel led. If there's no ping in your spirit, and maybe it's not for you, maybe God has actually departed elsewhere, or it's not the right season or time. But if uh, if it resonates in your spirit that the Lord has asked me to raise an army of five thousand partners, kingdom builders with kingdom culture, uh, listen, kingdom. I, I, want, I want to explain as He said it to me. He said with with the house of kingdom culture and with you so me right either of now some of you already do so some of you are already financial partners so you're included some of you there's some amazing people who nobody you know there was no pressure but some of you already on a regular basis have been instructed by god you know different amounts some small some not so small but everything precious in god's sight and in mind you 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 uh, you're led to sow into my life on a regular basis you already are part of this but i still need to collect names and email addresses because we want to create our phone numbers create a platform and we're going to use telegram for now or telegram or whatsapp one of the two of them we want to create a platform for people who will respond to the instruction from the lord to be partners with the grace on this house and I feel strange saying this, but this was the instruction. And also those of you who are partners with me, Paul says to a church, he says, you were partakers of my grace by sowing and reaping. There is no pressure. All you need to do is send an email to contact at kculture.org with your name and your phone number. We'll get your email from the email address. We want to put you in a forum. Now, um, Somebody's asking a question. Everybody, both inside and outside Kingdom Culture already. So even if you're already a partner, still please do this. And I'll tell you why. Um, God's instructed me that in this season, I am to personally take responsibility for your bookar. Hear me by the Spirit. And so we need a platform to interact with you because we don't want to disturb everybody else when we come here online it's to preach it's to minister to god's people it's to release the power of god it's not for that stuff right the pulpit is not the place for some things but i want to walk with you myself and a group of people i'm bringing a team of people with me both anointed individuals and experts in certain fields of life because in this season this is what the lord is saying to you if you do your part and you don't fulfill your destiny and prosper both financially and in the other areas of your destiny it'll be an indictment on us so it's not for everybody and it's not compulsory it's for those who God lays on your heart send an email if you are to, if you are already partnering please still send the email right we're gonna have special prayer sessions we're going to have forums where we get together and we share what God is saying, right? I am committing 
to pray for this forum as God gives me grace every day of my life. I may not call your name every day, but I will go through names as God gives me. So I'm going to pray for everybody as a whole. And every day I'll pick a few people's names as God leads me, right? It may be that God gives instructions to some of you who, for instance, I was praying about some of you. The names I called yesterday were because I was praying about you and God said something to me. You know, and so we want to create a structured system for the exchange. The Bible says if you're partakers of someone's spiritual grace, you should communicate to them from your carnal things. But the reverse is true. So for those of you who are already partners, it is irresponsible of me as an apostolic gift and our house not to have a system where we connect with you practically to see the gift of God in your life find full expression. Um, so send the email to contact a cake culture the dog with your name, your phone number, uh, and your your uh, well, we'll get your email address from the email, so we can uh, create that platform. You know, and and yes, we'll we'll leave the rest to that. So we'll share with you what God is saying, some of the projects that God is laying on our hearts, um, ministerially and and personally, but also uh, sit with you and create a community of people that are being invested in in ways that are not applicable to the pulpit listen it does not mean if you're not a part of this god won't bless you he still will right it's for those who he's instructing has nothing to do with your spirituality and we will not withhold anything from you here for there so it's not a, it's not a secret level it just means we want to be able to work with you practically and sometimes one-on-one -on -one prophetically in some areas Alrighty. Uh, I hope that answers the question. Somebody sent me the question in private. So yeah, it's not Patreon. Somebody just, somebody just sent to me private. It's not. It's not. No, it's not Patreon. This is, uh, is this is the kingdom of God, and we operate with extreme levels of righteousness and integrity. We're back tomorrow. Tomorrow is the last night of the week of apostolic emphasis teaching on the scepter of righteousness. Tomorrow will also be a communion and anointing service. Now, for those of you, if you can get to the studio tomorrow, if you can get to the London Embassy tomorrow, please come down. If you can't, that's fine. But come ready to take communion tomorrow. So grab yourself something solid to put to chew and something liquid to drink. Uh, and also, if you, olive oil, kitchen oil, water, whatever it is, it's just a point of reference. We're not, this is not, it's not, uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll move on. Uh, but it's going to be an anointing service we're going to be trusting god to anoint us and the things that connect to us for speed for breakthrough listen and for the ability of righteousness to break forth righteousness starts with your value system it ends in what happens in your life so sickness not you are not righteous because you're sick but the sickness is not righteous because it doesn't fit the culture Elohi Yusuf. Does that make sense? So we're going to be attacking all forms of unrighteousness with the anointing tomorrow. It's uh, soon upon us, exactly 40 days from today. Uh, the venue has been confirmed. Elim in late Elim, Elim Church in Leytonston. Registration details are on your screen. Summit.kculture.org. Go register now. And uh, somebody asked on the register on the registration site, there is a button to give. For those of you who've been asking, it's there. You just missed it because you didn't want to see it. So if you want to give, the details are there.
course you can write in as well if you want to give to the summit um the budget is multiple tens of thousands but god is on the move amen and so if you want to be a part of that financially as a partner let us know but then also let's add you to the partners forum so that we can also begin to work with you um oh yes thank you holy spirit i knew i was forgetting something so the 23rd of october write that down the 23rd of october or the 30th of october we will confirm which of the two will be our first official partners prayer meeting for those of you who are going to be part of that scheme uh the partnership program scheme please will confirm before this week is over so by saturday we'll confirm which of the two dates but either the 23rd or the 30th both are saturdays if i'm not mistaken we're going to have our first partners prayer uh gathering and so please keep the day free once we announce it over the next couple of days father thank you for your presence in the house tonight father your blessing makes rich and it adds no sorrow bless your people tonight as we grow in the scepter of righteousness let that scepter break the yoke of the enemy break the yoke of the Assyrian over our lives wipe tears and let us with joy draw waters from the wells of salvation we give you praise in the precious name of Jesus amen love you guys love you guys see you tomorrow at 7 p.m uk time uh let bring someone with you tomorrow uh for the anointing service and as we start this journey of 40 days of the word and the spirit see you you can stay around let's take the keys up you can stay around um the stream will be on for another five ten maybe 15 minutes don't leave until you feel the burden for tonight lift bless you and as you tarry like we said earlier on we have an altar um some of you god is touching you right now you don't need a prophetic word there's a healing going on right now there are visitations to your circumstances going on right now so bask in the presence of the lord until you feel a release to leave and see you tomorrow at 7 p.m uk time
Flow. Sí.